Welcome, everybody, to Soccer 101. My name is Taylor Rockwell, and this week we're discussing a topic that will have Everton supporters feeling angry and Manchester City board members calling their lawyers. It's points deductions. What are they? How long have they been around? Who enforces them? And much, much more. Here to talk about that is a man who will never get a points deduction on this program. It's Graham Ruffin. Hello, Graham. Hello, Taylor Rockwell. Yeah, I hope I'll never get a points deduction because that'll essentially mean either um, I've been excessively violent or I've entered administration and neither of those things feel uh, kind of in character for me. It, they don't. And then I think also in terms of the podcast, it would mean you're starting, what, like 10 seconds before me? So then we're just going to yeah. be out of sync and it's not going to be good audio. Well, sometimes that happens with Joe and his uh, his <laughs> lag and his feet. <laughs> Which deserves the points deduction in and of itself. Graham, let's start with the very basics. What is a points deduction for people who are new to the idea? Yeah, so first of all, obviously we try to keep Soccer 101 evergreen, but there is mm-hmm. a, an unavoidable news hook sure. with this one because of the 10-point deduction handed to Everton uh, recently. It feels like that won't be the last points deduction handed out, either in the Premier League or, or around Europe in the coming seasons. We had Juve get a points deduction last season as well, so this episode will be evergreen in, in that sense. And that's a, a bit of a depressing thought that we're at the start of an era of soccer where it feels like this sort of thing is going to become increasingly common. Um, sort of weirdly, points deduction is a term that I found in the dictionary when I was doing my <laughs> research for this, and it is defined as a punishment given to a sports team or sports person in which points are taken from them. Pretty self-explanatory, and that pretty much nails it. Um, a lot of punishments, and we'll, we'll come on to this more in depth a little bit later on, but a lot of punishments in football are... Um, financial based so it'll be a, a fine or if it's an individual player it could be a suspension and then they won't be able to uh, play in a certain number of matches of course a points deduction is a little bit different in that it is a sporting punishment it impacts the team on the pitch and it could obviously have a, a, big, a big impact off the pitch as well but it is something that is related to the, the the sporting side of things and i think that differentiates it a little bit from as i say a, a, yeah. a fine or maybe a sanction of some sort Mm-hmm. Uh, and then further differentiation, uh, which I think is a word, uh, would be like when we look at the history, which goes back to the 1890s of points deductions, historically it's been fielding ineligible players or sort of random outlier incidents like brawls, canceling games last minute. And then I think more recently it's moved into match-fixing institutional scandals. And then the larger one would be financial issues. And I think there's like two sort of subcategories there would be going into administration, which we'll, we'll delve into a little bit. And then more recently, financial fair pay, play violations, which is where we have Everton getting docked 10 points so far. Graham, does that about cover the, the broad strokes basis yeah. of points deductions? Yeah, I've got a few categories. I've got financial as a, as a very broad strokes mm-hmm. um, category for, as you say, clubs that are that enter administration. So Bolton Wanderers, Derby County, they had points deductions for that reason a couple of seasons ago. Sheffield Wednesday got a points deduction for breaking sustainability rules, which is the same thing that Everton have broken. That's the first time that's happened in the Premier League, but it's happened a few times in the English football leagues and the lower leagues. Uh, Leeds United got one in the 2005-2006 season for entering administration Macclesfield Town this is slightly different they failed to pay pay their players Wigan Athletic as well they got points deductions Um, another category I've got is accounting so that's what Juventus got their deduction for last season they essentially um, 
provided incorrect financial data over mm-hmm. transfers is how I would diplomatically say that. Uh, corruption is an, is another um, reason you might get a points deduction. You kind of covered this, Taylor, but the Calciopoli scandal, of course, a number of teams handed points mm-hmm. deductions for um, bribery in some cases. Going back to Genoa in the 50s, there was an outright bribery case in the 50s that Genoa got a, a points, an 18-point deduction for. And then, of course, you have Chal- Calciopoli ineligible players, as you mentioned, Taylor. Violence, this, this, is a, this is a new one. I found this in the FA's rulebook that for the start of this season, there is a specific law um, that says uh, uh, you can be punished with a points deduction for serious misconduct. I know there have been points deductions in the past for brawls and such like, but it, that is now in the FA rulebook, so it's much easier for, for teams to be uh, punished for violence. It's just as well Roy Keane wasn't... Uh, yeah. a, a, this wasn't around when Roy Keane was, was playing, otherwise Manchester United would have had a few points deductions. Actually, I want to ask you that. Like, Do you feel like points deductions for violence are more so for when there are multiple members of players or staff involved versus like the Roy Keane one, he'll get suspended for that and then get suspended more when he's like, yeah, I did it. I meant to Uh, like, but do you feel like you could see teams getting deductions for individual actions? Yes. I think it would have to be repeated individual actions. I think the charge would, would have to be a failure to control your players over Mm -hmm. a prolonged period of time. So if there were multiple brawls and matches, over a season, then maybe that's the only. I think it's pretty. It would have to be a pretty extreme case to have for yeah. a points deduction to be handed out for violence. Um, so I'm not sure if we'll ever see that one. But I guess the FA have just covered themselves by putting that in the rule book. Yeah, I think. I think what's really interesting to me about this topic is how historically it feels like it was used as a, as a punishment, obviously, but sort of on a case by case. We don't really know how else to deal with this, so we're, we're taking points away from you. So it starts in the 1890s, as I said, with Sunderland fielding an ineligible player. That's the first one ever. It was interesting to me that it took basically like 100 years uh, in England until you get more points deductions. That didn't feel like a very common thing for a good long while. And that's, I think, what I'm speaking to is that you get them for – Middlesbrough not canceling, like canceling a game basically because they didn't have enough players, which feels like a thing that would never happen these days. I can't imagine how that could happen. But like you get these certain sort of outlier moments where eh, we're not sure what to do, points deduction. And then you have the more modern history where it is there are specific things that we are trying to police, that we are trying to make either less common or less utilized or we're trying to stamp out entirely and that seems to be where where organizations leagues whatever have gone for points deductions because they really can have a pretty sizable impact yeah another thing we should mention is that points deduction of course relates to a league table so for a for a knockout competition we've seen manchester city being um they were suspended from uefa competitions obviously that was then overturned when they called their fire truck of lawyers um but the champions league obviously i know it has that group stage section so i guess you could maybe implement or impose a a points deduction but uefa decided just to kick them out entirely for a league they wouldn't kick a team out but a points deduction obviously is easier for them to do because there is that single table um and and so yeah it's kind of it relates more to league bodies rather than like a Mm. national federation or it's the league that would be the the, the the body that hands out these punishments. And I think with that in mind, it's the football league in England who starts handing out punishments and, and increasingly common for them to do so in the early 2000s, specifically in relation to the 2004-2005 season, I think, when you start having a lot of financial issues for teams. I think that relates to ITV's TV deal and an economic recession. ITV Digital, yeah, that was a disaster for yeah. the FL clubs. 
And so you, I think from the summer of 2007 to the winter of 2010, seven football league teams, six conference sides are deducted points for administration. Graham, you talked about administration a little bit earlier. Can you explain briefly what that is as a just general idea? Yeah, so administration is essentially a form of bankruptcy. It's when it's when a club doesn't have enough money to repay its debts. And so what will happen is uh, a court will employ, will appoint administrators, which is usually a, an accountancy firm, or sometimes there are actually administration specialists, um, weird personal link. My, uh, my wife's uh, best friend, her dad is a man called Brian Jackson, who's like the guy in Scottish football. Hmm. For He's like the king administrator. He's gone into hearts. He's gone into a number of different clubs. Um, and so these people, they come in and their job is essentially to explore all ways to repay those debts, no matter how painful those methods are. So... They could sell the stadium, for example. Clubs really don't, unsurprisingly, really don't want to sell their stadiums, but administrators, they have no emotion. They just come in. How can we earn as much money as possible? It could be to sell all the players, which is very common when administration administration hits. It is purely about surviving at mm-hmm. all costs to get the club back into the black in their balance books. And if they don't, then the club enters liquidation, which is essentially just selling off everything to do with the club to the point that the club completely disappears. And that has happened a few times, um, unfortunately. And I think I didn't realize, thank you for that summary. Uh, I think I didn't realize until this episode, I think of administration as being hand in hand with points deductions. If you go into administration, that's a thing that is going to happen. I did not realize that that was not always the case. And that is sort of a reaction to teams effectively using uh, that like sort of mechanism of administration to like get out of debt. Like that's what teams were doing for a while was basically getting new loans to pile on top of existing loans because we can't afford them, but now we're in administration. So someone's handling it, but we can get more money in. And it was, it was sort of a, a loophole of sorts in a way to not have to deal with problems in the present. And I think the football league did not love that idea. So income points deductions to really limit the appeal of using administration to get out of financial problems. And that is where you start seeing teams really get hit hard. Uh, You mentioned Leeds previously. They were then in the championship. They're docked 10 points, which guarantees them relegation to League One, where they started the next season with an additional 10-point penalty. Luton start the 2008-2009 season uh, on negative 30 points, which is a not insignificant number. Yeah. And there are uh, plenty of other teams along the way. I think Wrexham have a similar situation where it's basically once you go into administration, uh, it, it seems like it is sort of then like the death spiral of you get the points deduction, but then you are having to sell the stadium, get rid of assets, operate on a shoestring. And so then if you are relegated and you get another points deduction as Leeds did, it just becomes this cycle of you're not making money. You're having to sell players, get rid of talent, get rid of facilities and, 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 and things that basically make you money and you keep kind of falling down. So I think that's an unintended consequence of points deductions and administration, but also unintended consequence simultaneously, basically. Uh, where it gets murky, though, is I think as we move into the world of FFP, uh, unless, Graham, you want to talk a little bit more about financial penalties for administration. I think I haven't mentioned Portsmouth would be another prime example here. 
Yeah, Portsmouth. Um, so there are three teams in Premier League history that have that have been hit with a points deduction. Of course, Everton being the most recent one. You mentioned Middlesbrough for failing to turn up to a game for having a number of of, of players ill. Uh, Portsmouth are the other big example. D- deducted nine points by the Premier League in 2010 after they admitted uh, entered, excuse me, administration. And as I say, yeah, they, they essentially went bankrupt. And the, the the rule book is you've kind of referenced this, Taylor. The rule book is quite murky in that. Entering administration does kind of trigger the process of imposing a points deduction, but that specific points deduction is open to mm-hmm. a committee or interpret- interpretation of, of, of a board, and then there can be an appeal process. So I think at the moment Everton are going down the, the appeals route, and I think the general consensus is that maybe the Premier League has started so high so that when the appeal happens, they can bring it down to like six points or something like that. They start at a high watermark. And and so that is a little that is a little bit murky that that whole process and sometimes um, I do understand the reasoning as to why points deductions are applied in the event of administration and financial trouble but I, I think there are also some instances where it doesn't feel fair the Bury one a few seasons ago really felt like the EFL put the final nail in the coffin of that club which was already on its last legs due to administration they had four different points deductions in one season and that killed the club essentially mm. and I think in some instances some leniency leniency should be afforded certainly at a lower level where points deductions they can kill clubs and we're talking about clubs at that level as community assets they're not premier league clubs bury are not a premier league Mm -hmm. club so i understand there has to be a rule book and financial recklessness has to be discouraged but deducting points sometimes it doesn't feel appropriate to my mind certainly in the lower leagues of the of the efl yeah, and that's kind of that that death spiral moment in my mind. I think, and we've seen that that looseness. We've seen that interpretation in previous instances, like the the Man United Arsenal brawl in 1990, which is the other points deduction. Uh, I think United get a one point deduction and Arsenal get two. So even right there, you can see where it's not just this set standard. I think as we've moved into financial penalties, it has become oh, administration negative ten. That's how that's what we're doing here, and then you add on on top of that. My feeling, I, I disagree with you a little bit about Everton's punishment. Maybe it is like they're anticipating an appeal and it will be reduced. I think they are just trying to set out that that same standard of if we find you guilty of financial fair play, it's negative 10 right away. And I, and I, I feel like they're trying to set that number high as a standard and as a sort of statement of intent for other teams. It just sort of falls apart when you then remember that there are two pretty sizable Premier League teams that are yeah. – openly defying uh their their sort of authority in that way yeah you're talking about the city and 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 chelsea Mm -hmm. charges of course i I do think i agree um i think both things are probably true i think that the premier league has imposed a 10 point deduction in anticipation of that maybe being lowered but they've they've made it that high because even after it's lowered i think like six or eight points will still deter a lot of teams from being financially um, murky or financially mm-hmm. reckless. So I, th- I, I kind of agree with both points, I think. So I think that that will be really fascinating to see how much the Everton deduction holds up or how much it gets reduced by, if it does at all, and then how many other teams get punished or, or sort of get their books put under a spotlight. Because it seems like the goal is for this to be the first of 
maybe the goal isn't to have many investigations because that implies a larger problem. But I think in my mind, this is meant to be the first example of you broke the rules. We are really trying to enforce this in the same way that we really tried to enforce not allowing administration to be a loophole and punishing teams for being financially irresponsible. So we're doing the same thing here. Everton negative 10. Everybody else from now on negative 10. And then we find out if that is actually how this plays out or if it's just Everton who get sacrificed to the gods and then City and Chelsea continue to do what they've done. Uh, Graham, like you've talked a little bit about other deductions in other leagues. I'm not sure how much time we need to spend on them. Calciopoli is, is probably the, the major one. You mentioned it there. Juve getting relegated, stripped of the title, starting the next season. I think initially it was negative 30. That gets appealed down to negative nine. So you do get those big punishments along the way. I had forgotten about the one last season because – I guess life happens in times of flat circle and things keep going. But the the one question I had for you is why does it feel like such a, a huge punishment? Like if you find a club 50 million pounds like that, yeah. that would sort of be like financially, that's a huge thing. But in the Premier League, is it? I don't really know. Whereas 10 points, six points, whatever, it feels like a, like a slap in the face. It feels like a huge thing to do. And I'm wondering if you have thoughts on why, that, if you would agree, number one, and if, and if yeah, you do, do, why that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree. I think points deduction, it feels like, whether it holds up to logic or not, it feels like the, the, the most serious, severe mm-hmm. punishment that can be handed yeah. out to, to a football team. I think it's because fines don't really affect the club. They certainly don't affect the fans. They will hit the, the pocket of the owner. Maybe they'll impact the books at the end of the year. But Generally speaking, fines are absorbed quite easily. At least most fines are, if they're not, uh, you know, huge fines. And I think points deductions, they just affect so many different parts of a club. It affects the financial side of things. If it affects, if it results in a relegation or missing out on, on like, even things like if you, if in the Premier League, if you finish 14th rather than 10th, that's a difference of millions of pounds in, 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 in prize money. So it affects the players and the coaching staff who are placed under extra pressure. At Everton right now, Sean Dyche is certainly under more pressure now than he was a couple of weeks ago mm. when things were going pretty well for him and, and, and the team. And it affects the fans who want to see their team doing well. And in, in Scottish football, we have this discussion about the term that's used is strict liability, which I think is a UEFA term. And, and basically the crux of that discussion is, should clubs be punished as a whole, meaning points deductions, stadium closures, transfer embargoes, or should it be more targeted? So going after owners and the decision makers who are punished, or if it's a player, an individual player or a manager whatever meaning fines and financial penalties suspensions that sort of things or or if it's an owner not allowing them to be involved in football that is a a a debate that is had often in scottish football and with things like crowd trouble or pyrotechnic trouble we've had recently in european games and so most fans will tell you that a points deduction or anything that impacts the team on the pitch is the most serious punishment you can get so so yes it, it feels like a top tier punishment as demonstrated, I think, by how often or how um, rarely we see them in the grand mm. scheme of thing. I know I said at the top of the show we're going to see more of these over the next few years, but it's all relative. I still think we're going to see a handful of them generally yeah. over the next the next few years. So I think I think it's just because it affects everyone related to a club. It, re- it affects the yeah. owners, the players, the coaches, the fans, everyone. It's also a really like public punishment that like you can hit city with a hundred million pound fine as i said and it's sort of like oh that's a headline for a day but if you if you dock them 10 points right now or you dock everton 10 points now they're in the relegation zone it is sort of a very obvious thing it's an obvious punishment it it is an immediate that little asterisk in the league table is uh is 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 bold it's it's written in bold pen the the thing that makes me 
like hesitance because I overall I I like this. I like the idea of this is a problem. This is like a thing that teams are doing to not be financially responsible, to not be financially compliant. So we are punishing them to stamp it out. My concern would be when it comes to FFP, I I don't know how much that's going to happen because looking at the teams that have been docked points, at least focusing in England for a moment, it is not the highest of profile clubs. Like it's, it's Portsmouth who were a Premier League team at the time, who were very obviously doing things poorly and they go into administration. It's Leeds doing a similar thing. When it when it's sort of this FFP, what is and isn't a violation, it feels like Everton's was really, really obvious. And, and, and I think they were reported by different Premier League clubs who suspected there were financial irregularities. But when you have limitless ac- assets, like, say, Manchester City, there are ways, I think, to cover it to have creative book bookkeeping to have creative accounting to have different sponsorships and all of this should be covered with and allegedly but but i just i do think the the immediate issue becomes transparency and when a team goes into into administration you can't really hide it they're in administration something has gone wrong they have to turn their books over when you're saying hey man city we think you did something wrong i feel like the response is oh yeah get a warrant like i I, that's where i think we were going to run into some obstacles oh yeah, absolutely. That's the era we're heading into. It's not just it's not just matches on the pitch between big mm-hmm. teams like Man City and Chelsea. It's like courtroom battles. Um, I'm not sure I've got the stamina for that sort of thing, to be honest. But it's, it feels like it's it feels like it's coming. The one that yeah. um, I I'm not entirely, and I think this is because it went to court and West Ham lawyered up essentially. Mm-hmm. But the the Premier League kind of controversy scandal that I'm still, when you look at how Middlesbrough were deducted points for essentially having a bunch of ill players mm-hmm. in, 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 the, in the 90s. And like not w- enough academy players, yeah. Yeah, um, which feels a little bit harsh. I think the charge was they failed to provide adequate evidence that that was the case. But nonetheless, they, they didn't. Middlesbrough, by the way, that season went down by two points. They were deducted three points. So that was, that was pretty consequential. But anyway, the, the West Ham Mascherano Tevez mm-hmm. scandal, where... West Ham quite blatantly, my interpretation of it anyway, my reading of it, is they quite blatantly broke ownership rules to sign those two players. They were two players that were owned by Keir Jarabshin as a third party or a company that Keir Jarabshin was involved with as a third party. And those two players played an absolutely giant role in keeping West Ham in the Premier League that year. I think they won at Manchester United on the last day of the season. Tevez scores the goal. He then goes to Manchester United in the summer. Um, So if you have a strong enough legal team maybe you're going to get away without a points deduction. And that's where things get increasingly murky. And as I say, I'm not sure I've got the stamina for that era of Premier League football. And that's where I have supreme sympathy for Everton supporters. Because, again, like from my understanding of the facts as they're made publicly available, Everton definitely broke FFP. And I think probably broke it even more severely than they've actually been found. Because I think in the end, it was found that they breached it by like 19 million pounds. I think the original number was closer to 100 million. And then they had the the hearing where it was like, oh, no, this was used for this. So that doesn't count. I, I, I thought of it immediately as like, um, in Seinfeld, it's a topical reference, when Elaine is running the company and she's just using the corporate card for everything and then she finds out she has to justify every expense, so she buys, like, a quilt and she pretends that that's <laughs> going to be, like, the new coat yeah. and she and she's using, like, a well, water we pick to Ashley water Young. plants. Winter <laughs> is coming. We needed, you know... Yeah, exactly. We needed him. So I think even there they were able to explain down some of the irregularities and so they end up with this breach. But 
it does sort of seem like the Premier League is, or the, uh, yeah, the league is coming in and basically saying, we are punishing this, 10 points for you. And it just immediately invites a like, what, what about the one with over 100 charges? You guys going to do anything there? Well, we'll see. We'll, we're going to get to it. We're probably going to get to it. It just feels like they're taking a zero tolerance approach until they have to have some tolerance and then they will. Like, so that, that's where I think it's going to be really interesting to see what the resolution is for Man City and Chelsea, if there is resolution, and how satisfactory that is in relation to whatever punishment Everton yeah. ends up getting. Because I think and that will frame it. If they both get 10-point deductions, I think that is shocking. <laughs> I would be very shocked if Man City got a 10-point deduction, put it that way. So that, I think, will go a long way towards having me feel like, okay, cool, Th- these are justifiable punishments with justifiable outcomes, and it's being uniformly applied versus it's being applied to teams that can't quite fight it in the present situation yeah and i'm wary of this discussion version into one purely about the the everton mm-hmm. story but nonetheless um this is where the protocol is a little bit confusing because everton had been cooperating with the premier league to to a certain extent and so you say you're, you're pointing quite justifiably taylor to the charges against manchester city man city would argue well hold on we don't think those apply those apply to us we don't think mm-hmm. we're guilty of these charges Everton, in response, must surely be thinking, well, hold on a minute here. Would we have been better denying and not working with the Premier League and and lawyering up? So it it feels like they've been punished. Um, It feels like there's a double standard there that that has been a little bit unfair on them. I think of it as the the OJ defense a little bit, which, which obviously worked in criminal court, of object to everything, like debate everything. Don't concede a single thing. Drag this thing out and see how much willingness there is to deal with it. And so I think... In the OJ trial, uh, an example would be whatever the minimum number of hairs that are needed to collect DNA evidence, they contested that because it's a it's a lot of hair. And I think they were like, you can have eight instead of the 50 or whatever. Like, So even starting there, objecting to everything, slowing it down, drawing the process out and just making it a challenge from start to finish is a luxury that – teams with a ton of money can afford and it it feels like maybe the premier league less so and so maybe they end up getting a punishment like eight years from now or something like that and then the question is how much of a punishment is that actually how much of a punishment graham do you think it is to be stripped of a title retroactively because in my mind it's less of a big deal but i think that's because it's never happened to a club that i support Oh, you think it's less of a big deal? I, I, I think that's. I would actually. Um, I know I said a points deduction is the mm-hmm. the highest punishment, but that's just because a team being stripped of a title happens so. Ra- mm-hmm. I can only think of like Calciopoli is the only time I can mm-hmm. think of a Agreed. team being stripped of a title. Um, so that is like the the ultimate at, for me anyway at the top of the table of punishments. I just don't think it would ever happen in the the Premier League even if Man City are found guilty of a number of charges even if they get a points deduction which I think is kind of feasible for Manchester City uh, and Chelsea as well I I just don't ever see the Premier League going fully nuclear and taking titles away I don't either I I think what I mean more so and this is just a purely like subjective thing is just that if this dragged out and dragged out and you know, six years from now, they were like, okay, actually, for the 2021 season, we're t- or whatever, like, whenever they won a title, because uh, it's been several different times, uh, we're taking away 10 points. And so you didn't win that title seven years ago now. Like, I, I just don't know how much relevance that have if they've won two more titles since then. That, that's all I mean, is that, like, the longer it goes, the less immediate it feels, obviously, but then the less it feels like it, it's an actual punishment in the moment. Whereas Everton right now, 
who are like fighting tooth and nail to stay out of the relegation zone this season. And then this plunges them right back into it. It feels like a much more severe punishment in the present than even having a title taken away six years from now. Obviously, clubs should be punished appropriately, but I don't relish the thought of like league tables the last 10 years being like, okay, now carry the five (laughs) forwards and like trying to work out tables on that basis. I don't enjoy that thought much. (laughs) Okay, that's... Very well said and a very good point. Uh, I think we've we've gone longer than I expected to go on points deductions, but that is sort of on brand for us and this show. Uh, and when it comes to uh, talking about modern points deductions and modern financial uh, penalties, I think it's all kind of fascinating and also causes a headache simultaneously. So Graham Ruthven, thank you for wading through this with me and maybe getting a headache along the way. Thank you, Taylor Rockwell. Can I get the points back that you deducted from me at the start of the show? I've got a lawyer with In fact, I've got 10 lawyers with me just, just behind me, out of shot. Can I get them back now, please? Yes, and I'm going to deduct myself points for even considering deducting you points, ah, and yes. I apologize Excellent. as well. Which I, It does feel like in the end, if Man City were to be deducted points, it would be like one, and the Premier League would have to apologize somehow, would be the uh, <laughs> agreement in the end. Uh, we'll see what happens, and if that happens, I'm sure we'll talk about it on the Total Soccer Show and Soccer 101. But for now, thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you next week. 